Now, there was a, a brother who asked a question. Uh, based on what I taught yesterday. I'm not quite sure, but I think it's a minister. Because it was a very good question. And it seemed like it is somebody who thinks deeply about the things of God. So I thought it's a minister. Because it's usually ministers who have those kind of concerns. And I thought I would answer that question publicly. Uh, if I knew that Gideon was going to preach about the Holy Ghost yesterday, night, I would have given him that question to answer. But, but I, realized, I realized it when he's, he announced his topic here. So, I want to uh, answer it. Uh, if I get time to preach my sermon, then I'll preach. But I don't want to take that, that question lightly. Uh, so let us shall we pray our dear heavenly father lord we, we pray for your guidance we know that the things that we speak have direct effect on, on people's eternal destination because it's written in the Bible that the world shall be saved by the foolishness of preaching. So we pray that we shall be guided by the Holy Spirit as we, as we expound on the word of God. We commit ourselves to the in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. Now, the, I, I don't know why, I, I think I misplaced the question itself, but I, uh, it, was, it was based on the example that I gave yesterday of a pastor who was a friend of Brother Branham's and he backslid. And I, state, I stated that he was deceived by the devil. The devil made him go to drinking and backsliding. And now the question was, did he have the genuine Holy Ghost? Or was it a false Holy Ghost? Because the Brother Branham said that he had eternal security. And that's why he could not get lost. So you see, it's a very good question.
So basically, Ati, the answer to that question is based on whether whether the experience that he got was a genuine experience or not. Alright. You get the question. You understand the question. Yeah. He is a person. He was a Christian. Brother Branham could fellowship with him in the spirit. And he was a genuine person. Then he got, he backslid and got into sin. And his condition, his standing in God was he had reached a standing in God where he could not get lost. So God took him home. Now, the, que the question of whether he was living in sin or not, that's not in question. Whether it's a Christian or not a Christian, you cannot live a life of drinking. You are sinning. Uh, you are sinning, sinning. Right? Uh -huh. Have it together. <coughs> sin is sin, whoever is committing it. Right? And that is why God took him away. And if it is sin, there is no sin without a devil. Is that right? Yeah. If this person was not deceived by the devil, he would not have sinned. So the devil got him. You know, during the millennium, the devil is going to be bound. Let me just explain it. What we are waiting for now is for Jesus to come. Is that right? He will come secretly like a thief in the night. He will come everywhere. He picks one here he leaves the others. Like the Bible says, two women shall be grinding. He, he takes one. The other one is left. Two shall be sleeping in the, on the bed. One is taken. The other one is left. That is what we call the rapture. Then from then, we shall have a three and a half years of great tribulation here on earth. 
at the end of three and a half years, or rather during that three and a half years, there shall be great trouble on earth. There shall be wars. There shall be famines. There shall be every kind of calamity. And most of the people in the world are going to die. From the wars, from the famines, from the diseases, then those who remain, there shall be the third world war, which in the Bible is called the Battle of Armageddon. And it will clear the rest of humanity. There shall just be a few people left. Now, those people who will be left, the, some of them will be righteous people. Others will be sinners. But there are people that somehow the devil cannot use. So because of that, the devil will have nobody to use. That is what is called that the devil will be found, will be bound by a chain. Brother Branham said that it's a chain of circumstances. All the people that he can use will be in hell. And if they will be in hell, how will they go to hell? They cannot leave these bodies and go to hell through a rapture. So they will have to die physically. Is that right? So they will be dead. They will be in hell. So Satan has nobody to use. And because of that, he will be bound. Satan will still be around. But he has nobody to use. And because of that, even the people who will not be have become Christians, they will all be righteous. There shall be no fighting. There shall be no thieves. There shall be no corruption. Do you know that a lot of, like, like the government of Uganda, like all government, it has a, if you go to the government offices, they have a lot of beautiful plans. And they release a lot of money. But these officers, they steal that money. Instead of building roads, the money goes to 
private pockets. And that's why there will be no develop. There is no there is not much development. But there will be none of that in the millennium. I know that there are some brothers who are in a position of, 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 of responsibility and they are also corrupt. They think that they think because they are stealing from government they are not stealing from individuals. They think it's okay. They will not be in the millennium. Neither will they be in heaven. They are just common crooks. Exactly. Now, so, in the millennium, Satan has nobody to use. So the earth, the Bible says, in the book of Habakkuk, that the earth will be filled with the glory of God. The glory of the Lord. It will cover the land and the sea. And there shall be 1,000 years of righteous rulership of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. So now, I'm just trying to say that this pastor who went into drinking, he could not have done that without the devil coming into his heart. So now the question is, did he, what, was the, what was the problem? Now, let me tell you. And I want, I want to go through this slowly. That's why I said, if I don't get time to preach and just answer this, that, that will be fine. Now, let me say this. We emphasize on the, that you have to have an experience to get the Holy Ghost. And it is true. Like the, the pastor taught yesterday. Even lighting the candle. That lighting of the candle has, is the experience. And it has to be there. But let me say this. Some people rush for an experience without having the material. And you can push and push. You can press and press until you get an experience. If you do not have the material, that cannot make you a Christian. That's why Brother Gideon 
talked about the true baptism. You know, I have read the message a lot. And with the experience of being a pastor now for those many years, I know this. That there is, even if you see a sister or a brother receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and they give you a very beautiful testimony of how they feel in their hearts. However genuine it seems, the only true test whether it was the genuine experience or not is the kind of life that that person lives after that. will enjoy the testimony. And they feel wonderful and they love the Lord right and it actually will be a genuine genuine Holy Ghost baptism but it may just be on their spirit. Right? Yeah. That person does not, it doesn't make them a Christian. Now let me tell you. What makes you a Christian? I want to say this. I'll, I'll read the prophet saying it. But I want to say this from the beginning. The baptism of the Holy Ghost, it is not the one that makes you a Christian. Right? It is not the baptism of the Holy Ghost that makes you a Christian. I see some of you are looking at me with funny eyes. I'm going to, to, I'm going to prove all these statements I'm making from the but, but so that I, 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 you don't get, you don't dismiss me that I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me make this statement. And I'm going to read the quotations. The Holy Ghost the experience of the baptism of the Holy Ghost is like the birth of a child. Is that right? Now, the birth of a child is not what makes that child a human being. That child is a human being because she was he or she was conceived. 
The conception is what made somebody human. Right? And sometimes there is a false conception. Doctor there knows it. We have something that is called in medical terminology we call it a hydatidiform mole. Whatever he said, I don't know. But there is something a woman can get pregnant and whatever is inside there is not a human being. It is a mass of flesh. Are there medical personnel here? Yeah. They testify it is true. It's, 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 not, it's a pregnancy. But it's a, it's a fake it's not a human being. And it's a very dangerous thing. It will kill the woman. Some of it becomes even cancer. Right? There is something else that is called, well, in, in simple terms, is called a fake pregnancy. A woman has been wanting to have a child for a long time. And she is frustrated by people laughing at her. And she has a, a mental conception that she is pregnant. Her time even starts swelling out. She even has signs of vomiting. And she spreads the news that she, is, she has conceived. We find them in hospital. They come for the clinic for the baby. When you check inside, the tummy is just full of gas. She even feels the baby moving. But it is just intestines moving. She waits for the baby for a year. For two years, no baby. Spiritually, there are some people who have a fake, they are conceived fake Christians. Then, the growth in the womb is a process of sanctification. When sanctification is complete, when God is satisfied to parallel with a natural birth, at the end of nine months, the baby is born. 
The birth of the baby is not what makes that person a human being. Right? They are born human because they were conceived human. It was not a fake pregnancy and it was not a mole. There are many spiritual moles. So See? Many spiritual moles. Now, what makes you a Christian now? What is the conception? Now, what makes you a Christian is believing in Jesus Christ. That is what makes you a Christian. Nothing else. Jesus said, John 5, 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life. And shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Period. That's it. You believe in Jesus? Really believing. Then you pass from death unto life. That's what makes you a Christian. If you get everlasting life then, it means everlasting life has come into you. Everlasting life is the life of God. It has come into you. So that you can get everlasting life. Otherwise, the life that you lived before was not everlasting. That soul was subject to death. But now everlasting life comes into you. And that is what makes you a Christian. Now, sister, sister, please get me this quotation. I want to read that. Uh, everlasting life and how to receive it. This is 54, 12, 31. Paragraph 84. I want to read a few, just a few, there is a lot that I could quote, but Okay, let me read 
Well, she looks, looks for it. Now, Jesus said, he read the, the scripture that we have read. John 5, 24. Then he says, now, if everlasting life what does the word everlasting mean? That means without end. If he, if he that heareth my words and believeth on him that sent me hath life without end. If you got life without end, you can't perish. Your life can't. Because you got everlasting life. Now, if some of you might want to look the word up, says Zoe, which means the life of God. Because if it's everlasting, there is only one thing that is everlasting and that is God. He is from everlasting from everlasting thou art God. Now, if he is from everlasting to everlasting and has given you everlasting and to everlasting life, then you will have to become a part of everlasting being. Is that right? And if you become a part of his everlasting being, that makes you a son or daughter to him. Which exactly fulfills what the scripture says. We are sons and daughters of God. Is that right? Paragraph 89. When did you get it? When you shouted, when you, when, you, when you went to the altar, when you spoke in tongues, when you believed. We baptize so many that don't believe. Simply because somebody has raised their hand and has come to the altar. That doesn't make them a believer. We baptize many that don't believe. Yeah, a lot of times you go to correct a person who is, has a reputation that they are a Christian. Maybe it's a man having a problem with the wife. He beats the wife or neglects her. Or a woman who does not obey the husband. You read to them out of the Bible. 
and they, 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 they make you understand in no uncertain terms that they are not going to obey that Bible. That man or that woman is an unbeliever. You baptize her. But she is not a believer. You baptize him. He has the reputation of a believer. But he is not a believer. He does not have everlasting life. The life in him would make, would make him respond to the word. Deep would call to the deep. We hear so many speak in tongues that don't believe. We have worked them up to evidences. They hear, you know, that you have to have an experience, you have to have an experience. So they press, press, press until they get one. But they don't believe. That's a fake pregnancy. There is nothing in the Bible, nowhere in the Bible, that you can pin a man down. That, that you can pin a man down. Say, because he does this, he's a Christian. In other words, you can't say, oh, the way that sister kicks the chairs, that must be a Christian. This sister was dressed so nicely. She had done her hair so smartly. But Hey, you could have seen her rolling. She didn't care how she looked. She, she, ma she must be a Christian. Huh? She can do all that, but she does not believe at all. He is a Christian because he believes. And his own life bears the fruit of the Spirit no matter what he does. Now when you believe, listen, you are reading with me. When you believe, you receive everlasting life. And everlasting life is God. And God is the Holy Spirit. When you believe, now, there are some brethren 
who now based on that they teach that the, 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 that there is no need of having an experience. But that when you believe, you got the Holy Spirit. Brother, continue reading. The story does not end there. You know, it is like the people who tell us that there is no need of being baptized. Because the Philippian jailer he asked Paul Sir, what do I need to be saved? And he said Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your house you will be saved. So based on that Jesus didn't say anything about baptism. But I wish you could read a bit further. The very next verse the Bible says Paul took him that very night after he believed and he baptized him in the same way brother let us read a little bit more paragraph 1 or 2 when did you get saved? When did you get sanctified? When did you get filled with the Holy Ghost? When you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. For you received there everlasting life. Paragraph 103. But then from then you started growing. You growed through sanctification. Through the Holy Ghost. Through speaking with tongues. Through all these things there. In other words, if you truly believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and everlasting life has come into you, you will be sanctified. You will, you will get the Holy Ghost. You will speak in tongues. You will have manifestations of the Holy Ghost because you believe there is nobody who can call themselves a believer and he denies the baptism of the Holy Ghost and he looks down on people speaking in tongues that's an unbeliever it was a mole. It was not a pregnancy. There is no life of God in that person. Paul 
And I'm telling you, a lot of these so-called believers, they are not believers. They are not believers. Carrying the message books are not just make you a believer. Recognizing that Brother Branham was the last day prophet does not make you a believer. Even the devil knows that. So exactly. If you are conceived a human, you will do the things of a human being. And a normal human being is first conceived in the womb, then they grow, the legs start getting longer. They form ears of a human being. They form the nose of a human being. Those are the characteristics of Christ. That is the sanctification process. After you are conceived, because you believe, then your mouth starts talking like Jesus. Your heart feelings. Your heart feelings. You react to situations like Jesus Christ. The characters of Christ form at sanctification because you believed in Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. See? No. Hati. Let me, sister, give me uh, 59, 12, 23. I want to show you that my parallel is scriptural. I got this from the prophet. 59, 12, 23, paragraph 146. Now, he says, as she's getting into it, wait, here is a good thing. You women excuse for this if it sounds too flat. See? Make a point. A mother, there, there is life. There is life. He omitted to say that a mother, you know, he omitted that, the sentence there. But there is life when she conceives. Alright? But still, that baby isn't born. But if you treat that baby right and follow the rules of nature, that baby will be born normal. 
But if you don't apply everything to the rules of nature, you let a hard breeze or a heat or something takes place. Now the little fellow, he's got life. Because the little cells are moving and kicking about three months or four. He is kicking and moving, but he isn't born yet. As soon as he is brought to the world, the doctor, mother, or someone holds him and pop. And gives him a little spanking. There he goes. Then he starts breathing. Just as soon as he breathes the breath of life, he becomes a living soul. So you see, it's the natural birth. The, the birth is not what makes him human. He, he is human because he was conceived human. Is that clear? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? All right. So, in my opinion, most of the problems that you see in Christianity is the conception. The problem is conception. People don't actually believe Christ. They do not know the Lord. See? They just come in. They see things going on. They press, press, press. They get something. Some of them even take up gifts. And they start running around with them without even being saved. Do you believe that somebody can have gifts without being saved? True. You know, it pains me sometimes to talk about that. Like, I, think, I don't know that it was yesterday or the day before. I was talking about pastors who live in sin. I don't know. Let me show you. The prophet said it's possible. Alright? There are people who find themselves on the pulpit they even have a con congregation and they do a good job of it. But they are not even saved. 
They are just sinners. But people, as long as they see somebody with a Bible, talking a religious language, they say, oh, this must be a man of God. Ah, God. And some of them are devils. See? They are just nothing like devils. But who have no business with the message or even the Bible. Now, give me, a quote, give me this quotation. 610112. 610112, paragraph 212. Now, it says, eh? Uh, there was a kokaba to start with. Kokaba is a weed. Magugu. Weed. Weed. Okay. Hakaba haruho omata omata gumwe. Yeah. Is where you have a crop of maize or whatever. And, and there are weeds there. They are in the same field. Drinking the rain and the goodness from the soil. But they will never bring forth your maize. So the drought was on, the rain fell on the just and the unjust. So, okay, now, oh, then a brother asks. Please listen to me. A brother asks, how about the fruits of a preacher that is preaching the word? Then Brother Branham says that the preacher still, if he stood up there and preached the word like an archangel, understood the mysteries of the Bible and made a very good pastor went and visited the people and things like that solving their problems he could still be lost Right? No See, his fruit tells it any time, brother. No matter how good he is, he must have the Holy Spirit in his life. Preaching, preaching, doing the work of a pastor. With wisdom, just just solving people's problems with a lot of wisdom. Making peace in the homes. Until people say they're a very good pastor. All those are gifts. And let me tell you, brother, these are things we have seen. Somebody is a very good pastor. 
Sometimes you struggle with a case. Struggle with a case. I've done that myself. And you, you fail to, to solve the problem between the couple. This man comes. Another, another pastor. He talks with them just one day. And peace is restored. One month later, that same pastor is caught in the act of adultery. And he does not repent. He explains it away. See? Right? Yeah. These are gifts. And one can have them and be lost. Listen. I'm not, a, I'm not saved because I preach. I'm not saved because I can expound the word. No, that's not what makes me saved. I'm saved because I love Jesus Christ. I believe him. I have subjected my life to him. And I want to lead him to lead me. Right? If you want to know whether I'm saved or not, go and ask my wife. Go and ask my business associates. Go and ask every woman that I have ever met in this life. See? Because even if I hide myself, they will be with me on the judgment day. I may blind people's eyes. But I can never blind God. Is that right? And the God that will judge the earth, he came into my heart. So I'm with him everywhere. Whether I'm doing business, that eternal life is with me. I can see the eyes of God watching me. If I say something wrong, I can see him saying, ah, no, 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 no. That's what makes me a Christian. That's right. 
Now, and let me tell you, before the Holy Ghost came to me, God had come to my life like that. Right? So, and he tells me, he, he guides me. He guides me like that. Now, let me say this. Let me just say this. You know, when I was young, I was not afraid of saying things like this. But as age is catching up, I think I'm getting more and more, uh, I don't know, more cautious. But let me just say this. If you, if you find that you are living, you are, you are living under a pastor who is not a Christian, I don't care who you are, but you hate your soul. If you continue being under such a man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you are lost. He'll keep on feeding that spirit into you. Frankly, that is why he commits adultery. And you know about it. But it doesn't seem too bad to you. You can still excuse it. It's because sin is not serious to you now. You know, you know, do you know that even sinners, it is not that they don't know it is wrong to sin. What they don't have is the pain of it, the seriousness of it. And that is what goes away from believers. They say preachers stealing. This is, oh, this is very bad, very bad, very bad. But they continue being there. You are bewitched. You are just bewitched. You are bewitched. Orojigwe. You are bewitched. Orojigwe. That is why sin does not seem so serious to you. If you are okay in your heart, you will be looking for another church. Or even staying at home. I would not be under such a pastor. I can tell you that. 
That's right. It's just like this. If you know that there is food here and that food has poison in it, would you say, I'm so hungry, I must eat something? Such a pastor is feeding you with the poison. The poisons of hell. Exactly. Let me just give you a quotation here. Give me 520810A. You know, let me let me let me let me confess to you. The reason why I thought of saying that is because when I when I was preaching when I mentioned that yes is it yesterday or the day before I don't remember. I saw a group of believers really cheering. And I thought maybe there is something there. Yeah. Let me just let me just confess. Now what you're saying? Just paragraph 48, 520810 A. Okay, let me let me read. Now, he never asked me to say that. I just said that. That's to any church. You have got to have faith in your pastor as a man of God. If he isn't, get him out. And get somebody in there that is. Don't stop the church. That's right. Go on. He, if he isn't a man of God, if he doesn't live and do and act and preach what he should, take him out. Put somebody else that will do it. Put somebody else in that will do it. Now then, you have got to have confidence. This is the house of judgment. The house of God. Where God comes down and passes his judgment. Your pastor is supposed to be a righteous man. The congregation is supposed to be with him 100%. You are supposed to be 100% together. And in there, if, if you are not, then Satan has got a way to get in. So exactly. Now let's go back to our topic. So, I was just trying to prove to you how far people can go 
without even being saved. See? Gifts, offices, but occupied by sinners. People who don't even have eternal life in them. And even us, when we are preachers, when they are, when they are dealing with that, those issues, they say, no, you have got to respect man of God, man of, man of God, what? If it's an adulterer, that fellow belongs to the world. And actually, some of them belong to prison. Yeah. It is only that the laws of the country are lax. They are not implemented. But I know the laws of this of, of, of our countries. Your laws are not different from ours in Kenya. See? If a man is proved to have committed adultery, they are jailed. But you find that in the world, they are just let free. And in the church, pastor, I also don't want to talk about it. Hey, Blast those guys. Right yeah. That's right. Yeah. Don't tolerate them. And when they come, when they come to tell you, oh, God bless you, brother. Brother, what? You're not my brother. See? It's true. Let them be ashamed of their deeds. I'm telling you, we should have another, another Jesus coming into the temple. There are some churches that if Jesus entered there, he would come with a, with a physical whip. He finds the guy on the pulpit. Come through the door. Chop! Chop! That's right. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is true. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let's go back to our topic. 
So, when you believe on Jesus Christ, why Christo? And now that I said that that is like conception. Then the baby is growing in the womb. That is sanctification. Literally, what is happening? They are growing the characters of Christ. Right? Because they believe Jesus, they believe the word, then it is easy for you to guide them and, 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 and instruct them. Hey, sister, uh, sister, Christian women don't talk like this. That spirit is in them of disobeying and arrogance. No, 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 and because they, they are Christians, the very life of God inside them will, will, will show them that they are doing wrong. So they go to the altar and they say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I will believe you. Lord, I want to be a Christian. I want to talk like you. God gives them the grace. And they line up their lives. They are growing the characters of Christ. When they believe the word like that, they are corrected here, they are corrected there. And they are struggling. Listen, this is a fine point, brethren. Because they don't have the power of the Holy Ghost, but they believe what you are telling them. And they are regretting why they are, they are not able to, to be a real Christian. Why are they fooled? Such that when they are agonizing to be like Jesus to be like Jesus that kind of a heart is where the fiery baptism of the Holy Ghost comes upon so that they can live the kind of life they believe in because they actually believe it. Let me give you, let me give you the, the, the quotation. This is the same quotation that Gideon was reading yesterday. So I won't read the part that he read, but just emphasizing on something he didn't emphasize on. 6408-23M, 6408-23M, paragraph 217. Okay, says, here is the candle with a wick in it and the tallow 
the tallow is the wax. And everything it has to have in that candle. But until the fire comes on it. It will not shine any light. No matter how perfect the candle is. How perfect it will burn. And everything. Is got to be lit in then it burns. And when you believe and are made up of the instructions of what the Holy Spirit is, what is your nature? When you are ready for the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the nature in your heart the character in your heart you are made up of the instructions of what you should be what is it? love joy peace long suffering goodness the fruits it bears out the fruits it bears out that is what you are made of. Get, get the distinction there. I'm not saying that you are made up of love, joy, peace. You are made up of the instructions. You have been instructed. And you believe that. I know I should have joy. I know I should have peace. I know I should be long suffering. I should have patience. But you have no, you have no ability to achieve that. But you believe it. That is all you want. So the Holy Ghost with a fiery baptism comes in you so that he can, he, can, he can manifest those instructions. So a person without the Holy Ghost and is a Christian no wonder they become so miserable. Lord, I know I should have joy. Lord, I, I know I should have long suffering. But I don't have it. I'm supposed to be a Christian. I'm supposed to be like Jesus. But I am not. Oh, God, help me. God, let me be a Christian. God responds to those kind of prayers for the Holy Ghost. You are made up of the instructions. 
Because you believe it. But you have no real ability. Praise the name of the Lord. See? Now there are some people who do not even have, they are not made up of those instructions. Because if they have a high temper, and you come and tell them, Brother, you should not have done that. You should should have long suffering. They tell you, me, do you know our family? They don't believe that that they they should obey Christ. Sister, you are acting like an unbeliever. Don't judge me. Can't get the Holy Ghost. Because you are not yet made up of the instructions. You don't believe Christ. See? Oh, I don't know how plain I can make it. The prophet gave another example of the dynamics and the mechanics. You have a car. The battery is okay. Oh, the engine is fine. All the things of a car, they are okay. All the wires are fixed correctly. And the tank is full of petrol. But that car cannot move. The key is okay. Everything is moving smoothly. But until you turn on the key, sure. and a fire, electrical fire, goes through all the parts, then the car starts moving. Turning on the key does not make that car any better. That's what the Holy Ghost is. The Holy Ghost comes on believers. People who have made up their minds that they shall follow Jesus See? and they have been instructed Jesus has love Jesus has joy Jesus has long suffering Jesus is peaceful Jesus is holy and they believe that with all their hearts so they go to God. They go to God. And they pray to God. 
God, I'm so distressed. Lord, Lord, I don't want this temper. Lord, I don't want this behavior. I want to be like Jesus. See? Then, when, when God sees that you are sincere, and you really want to be like Jesus. The Holy Ghost comes with a fiery baptism. Praise the name of the Lord. Otherwise, the reason why you didn't, don't see much of the Holy Ghost being given is because of people being unbelievers. See? They want their temper. They want their temper. They want their lasting. They, want to, they don't want to be like Jesus. They don't want to die. Dying is painful. See? Praise the name of the Lord. And if you are not like that, you will never get the true Holy Ghost. Let me, let me tell you what will happen to you. Because there are some of you, you don't want to die but you want to be accepted like that. And because we are, we are stressing experience, experience. You come in front here and you scream. You cry. You are emotional. You cannot and the only thing that is happening is that you are, you are afraid of dying. The Holy Ghost is not given by emotion. The Holy Ghost is given to somebody with their sane mind. They want to be like Jesus. Exactly. If you are if you have habits that are not Christ like but you don't want to make your life right. Let me tell you. Listen. You are subject to being deceived by demons. You will meet lying spirits. They will give you a glorious feeling as if you are saved. They will give you the kind of experience you are looking for. But it will never bring a child of God. These are the people. 
that are giving a disgrace to the Holy Spirit. See? Otherwise, the true Holy Spirit is on people who believe Jesus. And they want to be like Jesus. And they are well instructed on the character of Jesus. And they are hungering to be able to live like Jesus. That is why when the Holy Ghost comes on them, the Bible says, these signs shall follow them that believe. Because they are believers who got power to live like Jesus. So they have the character of Christ. Before Christ was anointed, he was not healing the sick. He was not doing mighty acts of power. But he had the character. Jesus was without sin. He lived a perfect life. But on River Jordan, the Holy Ghost came upon him with a fiery baptism. And he started doing what? These signs shall follow them that believe. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, I I think I will not preach my message. No, I'll, I'll, I'll just finish this question. Now, 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 57102. 
He answered the way I've talked to you about John 5:24 and all that believe it. And about the process of sanctification. Then he says, eh? But the baptism of the Holy Spirit puts you into the body of Christ subject to the gifts for service. It doesn't make you any more of a Christian. It just puts you into the body of gifts. Right? Any more of a Christian. Doesn't make you any more of a Christian. When Brother Gideon lighted this candle here. Pastor Gideon That fire. Did it make it any more of a candle? Did it add any quality? It just manifested what that candle can do. And that's what the Holy Ghost does. You are a Christian to begin with. Because of your belief in Christ. You agree with the Bible. That's what makes you a Christian. The nature of Christ is created by the decisions that you make deliberately. Now, let me, let me finish this. First Corinthians 12. We are all baptized into one body. There are different gifts and in this body is nine spiritual gifts and you have to be baptized into the body to possess one of these gifts they come with the body but now as far as having eternal life and being a Christian you are a Christian the moment you believe now that's not make belief of which I told you there is a lot of make belief that's truly believe on the Lord Jesus and you accept him as your personal savior and you have eternal life God comes into you. So, the nature of God comes into you when you believe. The baby in the womb is a human being, has a brain, 
has a mouth that can talk, has ears that can hear, but they will not function. They don't talk. You cannot teach that baby to be a mechanic or to work on the computer when it's in the mother's womb. Is that right? Are you with me? There are some people when they are still in the womb they are destined to be kings and queens. Because they are born in that lineage of kings. But until they are born, they cannot be called a king. They don't even have names. They are not counted as humans. They are counted as a pregnancy. The process of birth is not what makes it gives them the, the ability now to function. And that's how the baptism of the Holy Ghost is. It puts you into the body of gifts. Now, Finally, let me just five minutes answer the question. Because the question was, was, was this a fake Holy Ghost? I told you that a person can have the life of God inside them. But they don't have the Holy Ghost. I don't believe, I don't think the prophet uh, said that this pastor had the Holy Ghost. He just thought, he said he was a Christian. Right? That is one thing. The other thing is, uh, it is true, brethren, that a Christian can make a mistake. A devil can overtake you. Is that right? Is that true? Yeah, Brother Branham himself, he told a lie. See? That was a demon. Himself, he said it's a demon. Himself, he said it's a demon. Because he said that after that, somebody found then his son, his son Joseph took the phone. Then he covered the mouthpiece. And he said, Daddy, Tata, shall I tell them you are not in? <laughs> Is that 
Because he had seen what he had done. Then Brother Branham said, warning the people. But do you see how that do you see how that spirit spreads? So anybody can be overtaken with a spirit. But when you look at how Brother Branham dealt with that issue, when he realized, now to begin with, after convincing the wife that it was okay to lie like that, she said, okay, okay, if you think so. Oh, I'm telling you, pastor's wives. They go through a lot of things. Now, and then he said, okay, fine. Then he, he went to pray for a baby. Then the Holy Spirit asked him, you mean you want to, you want to lay those lying hands on, on that baby? That was not just a man with a gift. That was a Christian. Born again. God living inside him. That was our example. See? Then he told, he told the father of the boy. The I have something to, to correct. So he went to the man that he lied to. First of all, he came, he went to the wife. No, I think he first of all went to the man. He told the man, I'm very sorry. I lied to you. When you when you found I was inside the house. But I told my wife, tell him I'm not in. Then I jumped out. The man even told him, but when you are, when she said that you are not in the house, she said, no, but I, I ran out deliberately so that you it was, it was a lie anyhow. So the man came around the table. And he was crying. He told him, Brother Branham, I had faith in you before. But now, I have even more confidence. Let me tell you, you cannot deceive people. They know whether you are a Christian or not. Human beings, if, uh, if you cannot deceive animals, what about human beings? Right. Then he went to the wife. He repented. Things did not stop there. He went up the mountain. 
He repented to God the whole day. Right? Amina. Then in the evening, he told the Lord, Lord, if you have forgiven me, just like you passed before Moses, come and pass before me here. Then while we came, shh, and a flood of joy came into his heart. Now, that is how a Christian deals, deals with the sins where the, the enemy catches them. You think, you think Brother Branham could have repeated that thing again? But you find that a man commits adultery? Technically, just technically, he calls the wife. Oh, poor, poor wives. Poor wives. He calls the girl that he commits adultery with. Woman, and they made things right. Technically, just covers the thing there. We have made things right. See? These are just sinners full of devils that are so bold they can function right without having the life of it. They, they can go through these actions of Christianity to fulfill the law. This is just like in the Old Testament. That if you commit sin, you can bring a lamb. So it got to a place where somebody will plan. They buy a lamb before they commit the sin. Then they go and commit the sin. God said, I hate those sacrifices. So why do you think that God would accept such, a, such foolishness today? Such nonsense. See? And you call them pastors, call them what? Men of God. These are demons of religious demons. And they have only come into Christianity to destroy this message. They are actually enemies of the cross. Let's call them by their names. That's how Christians deal with the sins. Because they have God living inside them. That's exactly right. So, 
it, it is difficult for me to say I believe that this, this brother Ramses I believe God was living inside him. This is a long topic. I had several other quotations that I wanted to, to make. But I don't think I'll go through it. But let me just give you an idea. Uh, if people, if people Somebody can have a real experience. But you know, at what I have in mind is the, the concept in the stature of a perfect man. Right? Mm. They can have a real outer experience. God comes in their heart. Right? Mm. Are we together? Yeah, um, let, that's why I say let me finish it. Because people are tired. But if you read, let them just read the scripture. Second Peter, chapter, chapter 1, from verse 5 to 11. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Aruakata ano na wecho mujire owezi lichibwinji, akuichiriza kwa nyumo njereho emishwe mirunji, amishwe mirunji, ya nyumo njereho okwete jereza, for listen to the next verses. For if these things be in you and abound, this make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that, this is the verse that I want, he that lacketh these things is blind. And, mm, go ahead and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. So this is somebody who was purged so from sins. And instead of going on in Christ, he is told there. And the Bible says that he gets what? Blind. He cannot see things that are far off. What are the things that are far off? Judgment. 
Rewards. They cannot see the coming of the Lord. They just start seeing the small benefits of stealing, stealing. See the pleasures of this, the body and some popularity. Now even if you please your body and you, you close the eyes of the people, these are things that are just here. What about the things that are far off? What will you do when you face your creator? When your sins catch up with you. But they cannot see. They are just blind. And they forget that they were even purged. So I believe that this is what could have happened to that brother. Once purged. But then instead of going on in Christianity. Adding this, adding that. Adding adding that. They let the devil clog their lives with fear. That's the best that I know. How to, how to give it. I think let, let me stop there. Thank you.